Hello, everyone. You are tuned in to CK Huddle, the podcast that unpacks and simplifies complex money, accounting, and tax topics that impact the bottom line. I'm Ignatius L. Jackson, CPA, and my co-host is Eric Pierre, CPA. We are practicing CPAs with a knack for translating tax and accounting topics into a language that is easily understood. This podcast is for everyone, working professionals, household managers, retirees, business owners, professional athletes, boomerangs, college students, and yes, you. It's time to increase your money management IQ, so let's huddle up. All righty. Welcome, everyone, to probably one of the most important podcast episodes of the CPA Huddle so far this year, because I got to tell you, Washington is coming after you and everyone else, despite what they're saying, okay? Uh, We're going to talk about why we feel this way, Uh, and I just going to forewarn you, we're both pretty heated about this new proposal for taxes um and so stay tuned uh listen in you're gonna have a good time with this episode it might get a little long because there's a lot of stuff to cover but stick with this uh i'm ignatius l jackson cpa and i got my co-host here eric pierre cpa i know this is listen i say a lot of crazy things and we'll get into it later but i'm saying this right now if this stuff is passed that we're going to talk about we are stifling innovation, creativity. You're you're encouraging the erosion of middle class, and you are unfairly targeting people. You can hate wealthy people you want, but business owners do create jobs, and, and through the job creation, help create taxes. And the way that this is being done, go read 1984 to Animal Farm and get back at me. All righty. Let's get going. Let's get going, though. Let's get going. I mean, let's let's, let's rock and roll here. Yeah. Uh, Ultimately, uh, and I agree with Eric's sentiments exactly. Like, this is this whole thing is just complete crap. And uh, we're going to touch on, I think, first, let's kind of just go through some of the key points and then we can kind of come back through and, and, and talk about them a little bit more and give a little bit of our opinions on some of this. Okay. So, um, a couple just big items to to kind of think about and consider that will impact you know most people all right so corporate tax rate at some point or another right uh corporate tax rate is going to increase Mm -hmm. uh that's going to go up uh if the proposal goes through to a graduated system actually so some people will actually get a little bit of a decline if you make under four hundred thousand a year uh for the corporation 21 percent will be your tax rate from between 400,000 and 5 million. And then 26.5% will be anything up to 10 million. If the business makes more than 10 million per year, they basically pay a flat tax of 26.5%. So you don't even get to take advantage of the graduated tax rate uh, system, which is just crazy. Uh, We're basically penalizing people for making too much money. It's just sad. Uh, Personal service corporations, such as law firms and accounting firms, pay a flat tax of 26.5%. So they also, no matter what the income level, do not get to take advantage of the graduated C corporation tax rate. Now this one, I will say- That's uh, now that's discriminatory. That's- That, that is BS. I agree hundred percent. Same thing happened with the uh, qualified business income though. Same, same exact thing kind of happened for per- personal service corporations in essence, right? Yeah. But ultimately, you know, not too many small businesses 
are going to be taxed as a C corporation to begin with. So this one, I don't think will have that much of an impact on the smaller businesses. However, uh, some of the larger corporations might see some. some can some I say something for a second? So, see, and then what I don't like about this is that, whew, oh boy, big corporations, you know, we are, you know, a lot of people don't like them as is, you know, I think they're greedy. Some of it's probably, some of it is true, but they do do some good things for people that they don't realize, you know, people, you know, target Amazon, but Amazon provides a lot of jobs, provides a lot of taxes, brings a lot of traffic to your town. Right. But this kind of thing gives corporations excuses to do two things, raise prices and say, Hey, the government's taken out of us. You got to make up the difference. And number two, they're going to lay people off because, Hey, we got to appease our shareholders. And I don't see too many CEOs giving up that third yacht or the fifth house in Aspen or their timeshare in Bora Bora. You're exactly right. It's not the CEO or the people who are making all the money from the corporation that are going to take the hit. It's the lower level, low income, middle class individuals that are going to take the hit. Because if, frankly, in a lot of corporations, they probably have more people than they really need to. You yeah, I mean, more with less. And so if if they're having to pay more in taxes, hey, we'll, we'll cut some of the fluff out of there. Yeah, I mean, and we already saw this pandemic. You already saw some of the trimming of the fat as that's what we call it. Yeah. Remember, we working with corporate and it'll happen more. And, you know, and, the, and this will include highly skilled people, people getting paid six figures, getting cut. Yep. Over Absolutely. foolishness. Because again, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I'm a business. I can tell you this: if you're fa if you're not facing a decision that our costs are going up, and we cannot pass these costs on to our customers, do you give up your lifestyle, or you make somebody else pay for it? You somebody uh, somebody ends up being a sacrificial lamb in most instances. Not everybody's like a damn price, even though it's supposed to be annoying. There are very few business owners that are altruistic, but most people agree are greedy. And we're capitalists, and that's what has made America great. But this is also the downside of being capitalist. And uh, <laughs> see unemployment go up that much more is one of the things that I will anticipate happening. I'm not wishing that on people. Um, I don't condone that behavior. I'm just telling you all the reality of it. Yep. You want us to speak re reality to you. This is what I'm doing. You can at me on Twitter. DM me Instagram. You can email me, write a letter saying that I'm a punk, whatever. I'm just telling you what those CEOs aren't willing to tell you because we have some of those people as clients. We've been around them and we run businesses ourselves. We don't yep. condone mistreating people, but just telling you what happens in this world. You know, this is not a rainbow and sunshine world. This is a tough world. The people that run these companies, they're monsters. They want to devour you to make the next dollar. They will make sure to devour you to keep your fifth, their fifth home in Aspen, to keep their home in the Hamptons. They're freaking monsters and you support them. And for them to continue to stay at that level that you admire, they have to do their monster thing. So thanks a lot, Congress. Carry on. All right. That's number one. Damn. Number two, individuals. All right, let's get down to the individual level. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my goodness. What are we doing here? Okay. 
The top bracket currently for 2021 tax year is set at $628,300 of taxable income for a married couple. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the tax rate is uh, 37%. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Now, if the proposal goes through as currently stated, we're going to have taxable income over $450,000 married will now be in the top bracket. And the top bracket will change to 39.6% up until $5 million. And then if you have over $5 million, you're going to pay an additional 3% tax, which is a completely new tax that they just made out of nowhere to try to tax uber wealthy people who are making millions of dollars a year. Millions upon millions upon millions. So wait a minute. So if, if I heard this right, they're discouraging people from getting married. Yes. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even get to that point. Four hundred twenty-five thousand is the top bracket for head of household, and four hundred thousand for single. So only fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, there's not much of a difference to get married. married. So if you have two high income earners in your family, you absolutely should not get married if you want to pay less in taxes. If this well, proposal goes through. Yeah. Thanks a lot for destroying the the, the, the family. Really? Wow. Because, you know, the more the markets I serve in nations, $400,000 for an individual in San Diego and L.A. is not hard for a lot of people to make. You know, granted, cost of living is higher, but I know quite a few people make $400,000. And all right, now, now I'm going to get into preacher mode. So excuse me for a second. Uh, let me get back to my. Uh, can I have a witness, somebody? I am preaching right now. Lord Jesus, help us all. Go ahead, brother. So. By this measure, you already have marriage. People get waiting to get married to later for various reasons. Follow Kevin Samuels. I'm not getting into that. But you're going to discourage people from getting married. You're going to discourage people from having families because financially, it's not a good decision. I think you should get married anyway. But you are discouraging people from having families because now... There's no incentive. And then you're going to have more potentially people, as we say in church, shacking up, having kids out of wedlock, which means that you're going to have more people having kids not married. And then when those relations break up, you're going to see a lot more entanglements. I'm preaching here, you all. This is not good for families either. And, and the people say, oh, Eric, you're just advocating the wealthy family. No, silly. Those of you that, uh, you, you know, those, you know, look, salaries are going up for those of you that are employed. By the time you get to your thir- mid 30s, you're going to start making real money. The government doesn't care that you have kids. They're going to tax the heck out of you. So a lot of you probably going to end up saying, hey, you know what? Why should we get married when the only difference financially is $50,000 in our tax rate? That's not a lot of money. So we'll just, you know, live together and, have a you know family that way and it's not good it's not it's, it's not. not it's not good can i get it can i get a witness somebody because i'm preaching I, amen you know amen. and what's sad is that yeah people that are supposed to conservative christians in congress think that this is okay that this kind of bill is okay you all as we continue to go through this and i'll get back to my cpa mode you one of the things we want you to understand, but forget the taxes for a second. This kind of stuff is going to create a society that you do not want. 
you do not want to see you're going to see an increase in the things we're seeing in homeless communities, middle class, bye bye. And you're going to have having a socialist or fascist society, in my personal opinion. You can research this. Go look at other countries that did this stuff and see what they become today. That's what's going to happen over time. And those of you that say, well, all we need is a Republican president and they're, you know, more fiscally sound and cut taxes and whatnot. When these things get passed, a lot they take a long time to undo. Okay, the Democrats have had a majority and they can't they're not going to be undo all of what uh, the quote quote Trump tax law. So just keep that in mind. All right, carry on. All very valid points. I mean, the, the younger generation, the Gen Zers, I guess they call them whatnot. Um, they're already not really getting married all that often. Um, no. So this is just adding just one more thing to their toolkit to say, oh, why why would we get married? Let's just live together. Let's, yeah, let's just have live a kid. Together. You know, the, um, let's not have kids. Um, and what about this? What about people who are married? Who it could make perfect sense for them to get a divorce. Just to avoid paying an extra twenty. Oh, 30, divorce attorney's gonna love a divorce attorney's gonna love this. <laughs> oh man. Just imagine All that. Right, yeah. Hey America, you're already giving the family attorneys enough bread. You're about to give me more cake. We really need more wealthy divorce attorneys in this country. Are you serious? Or in the words of John Macro, are you serious? They want All this right. passed. Point two, done. Let's move to point three. Capital gains rate. Oh, boy. All right. Under the current proposal, they're going to increase capital gains rate to 25% for those with taxable income above 501,600 married, 473,000 head of household, and 446,000 single. I'm rounding on some of those figures. Okay. That's fine. That's for 2021. Okay. All right. Starting in 2022, it changes to those other rates that we just talked about in point two of 450,000 married, 425 head of household, and 400,000 single. You're going to start to pay the top bracket for capital gains rates. Okay. And this change basically is going to be effective. The increase in the rate is going to be effective as of September 13th of 2021. Again, if it passes in its current state. Okay. Whoa, 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 time out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you wait, wait, wait. So let's say I sold an asset on August 31. I closed the deal October 1. But I have to pay the higher tax rate? Correct. Yep. Wow, this is very even though the bill may not be signed into law until who knows when. Uh it'll probably be signed by end of October or November if you if I was to bet you a hundred bucks. They want this done because some of these people are going to need to start their re-election campaign pretty quickly. And keep in mind, this does also include qualified dividends. Whoa, so. whoa, whoa, no, no, no. What? Yes. Yes. What? Qual- no. That's out of bounds. Qualified dividends are taxed at the same rate as capital gains. So, What's yes. What's the point of having a qualified dividend? Are you? It's better, it's better than an ordinary dividend. I agree, but come on. On the qualified dividend, now, Nations, I know the answer, but I'm just asking it for people yep. not just to make sure. It is regardless of the size of the dividend, whether I pay myself a qualified dividend of a million dollars, a hundred thousand, ten thousand dollars, right? Boo! Man, you suck, Congress. Qualified dividend was 
Rest in peace, qualified dividend. Was a great way of getting money for for small businesses that have C corps where that money is accumulated, and getting that to get under the accumulate, you know, the, the retained earning tax. And now you, now you're yeah. just taking that away. Oh, I mean, just imagine it, it even further. You know, yeah. Do you really want to do a C corp? I mean, twenty five percent dividend rate. Plus the top bracket, uh, let's let's assume that you're in the uh, 21% bracket for the corporate tax. So you're at 46% total for C corporations. And then if you if you're an officer, you get paid. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so Nacious, um, um I think today, I think I'm ready to give the eulogy on the C Corp. <laughs> I've I've C Corp, yeah. you were great to companies with small profits, companies that reinvested their hard-earned money, companies that innovated, the C-Corp, your time may be up. I love We loved your qualified dividend of getting anywhere 10 to 20%. We love that you filed your own tax. You, you know, we love your carry forwards, but C-Corp, it's over. <laughs> that was good. That I would like good. to... Have a moment of silence. If anybody in the crowd has a memory about C Corps, can you please share it right now? <laughs> C Corp, you were really good to some of my clients. I'll miss you. I'll probably forget about you about two years, but may you rest in peace. May your legacy carry on like DJ Screw. And uh, someday looking back, Oh, man, I, I I can't. I'm sad. Oh my goodness! There you go, everybody. The eulogy on the C Corporation by Eric Pierre, CPA. Thank you, Eric. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. All right. Uh, one other thing, I just want to remind everybody as well on capital gains. Uh, there is still going to be the 3.8 percent tax uh, for net investment income tax. Uh, that's of still going to be around. For those Surprised that are making, they didn't increase that. God, yeah, why did they make yeah. that five percent? Well, I better shut up. That one of those guys might be hearing me. I don't know. All these <laughs> things are bu- all these things are bugged and monitored. You know. Yeah. Um, so that applies to anyone with the modified AGI of two hundred fifty thousand or more married, or two hundred thousand single or head of household. So another thing to kind of keep in mind for the net investment income tax. Okay. That's capital gains number three. Bam. Anything else you want to say about capital gains other than well, at least crap. it's not going to be, you know, 43.4 plus the 3.8 that yes, uh, Sleepy Joe wanted. So good old Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe. Yeah, that, that would have been well, asinine. The way he had, uh, Gavistan, he might, might as well be Sloppy Joe, but hey, that doesn't mean I voted for the other guy either. Just, just as a disclaimer, don't label me with the parties. These are my opinions, and I'm mad about what's going on with the Haitians in Texas. In Texas, let me remind you, I am a Haitian. I'm really upset with this president right now. Keep going. Number four, qualified business income deduction limitation. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So uh, for those who don't know, when you're a C corporation, excuse me, an S corporation, a partnership, or a sole proprietorship and for your business, your small business, you get what's called a qualified business income deduction of 20% on your uh, net income from that operation 
barring certain exceptions. So if you're a certain type of business, you may not get that if your income's above a certain level, but, and if you don't have a certain amount of payroll or uh, assets, you may not get the full amount uh, if your income's above a certain level, okay? But nevertheless, what they're basically saying is, no matter what those criteria are, and whatever you're eligible for under the current existing law, the maximum you can get if this passes is $500,000 married or 400,000 head of household or single as a deduction for the qualified business income deduction. So basically if you have a business that profits more than 2.5 million a year as a married person, you're not going to get the benefit of the QBI. No, on no, no soup for you. Over that. No soup for you, huh? No soup. No, no soup. soup. No soup. Another hit. Another hit. Char right? In the words of Charles Barkley, Ignatius, this is a very terrible, you know, um, terrible idea to punish, um, you know, well-to-do people running businesses because, you know, Ernie, um, you know, Shaq runs, you know, Papa John's and, you know, Kenny has the Jet Academy and, you know, Ernie does his consulting and, you know, it's so terrible because these businesses, we, um, we employ people and we give money to our community and uh, you know it's just terrible that i'm at the fire people because uncle sam's gotten to our pockets it's so terrible there oh you go, Charles goodness. Barkley. thank you <laughs> oh boy number five i already touched on this one but just to be clear there's a new three percent tax for those who make over five million dollars a year that basically i don't think we clarified this earlier but just to be in case you're not keeping track that basically means the top bracket for those making more than five million a year is forty-two point six percent. What? Um, and that's just for federal taxes. So, oh, so, so, yeah. nations. That means if you live in California, You're well oh, over fifty percent. Well over fifty. Well New York. Over, yeah. Well over fifty. Yeah. You're getting robbed, buddy. Yeah. You know the government has become the cartel. Basically, yeah. This is waste me, money. You, you, you they know, this is wasteful spending. Well, not only that, but five trillion dollars this last year. On I, the I know. Well, remember the IRS because they were so late on processing refunds, had to pay in quarter one of this year three billion in interest. That's we had to pay for that. But you know what this reminds me? Yeah. Of? So, did you, did you ever see the movie uh, The Equalizer? Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Denzel, okay, right, well, Denzel was awesome. So, but you remember yeah. that scene where the, 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 the crooked cops in Boston uh, yeah. knocked on the door of the uh, of the security guard's mother's business and demanded a tribute just because and they had nothing to do with the success of the business. And if they didn't pay the money, they come up with these fire code violations and make him spend money and then you know we had you know then denzel took care of it but this is basically the the, the federal government has become the cartel absolutely the mob we said or it they have not they have absolutely nothing to do with your success they're not even invested in your business nope and they're gonna take close to 50 percent of your money just because of the government don't give you any assistance. No assistance. Complete. Complete they don't even market. process your tax return on time. 
Yep. They can't send notices correctly. They can't send notices correctly. They can't even give company businesses their employee retention credit. Yep. But they won't. But if you make money, they're them and the state government are going to take more than half your money. What's the purpose of building? Exactly. I had I had this conversation. No, 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 you, you know, this week. I, I am so sick. I am sick. Okay, now I'm getting into politics. I'm beating. I'm beating this. I am sick of people like AOC wearing these dresses saying tax rich. And by the way, AOC, you spent a lot of money. And what's the Met, Met Gala? They talk about the people that are paying for you and you want to tax the rich. When I don't necessarily like everything all rich people do. Trust me, I work with that. I've worked with them. Now, the, the wealthy people I work with are actually very good people and do a lot for community. They don't want to talk about because they want people asking asking for money at a dang time. But this idea, oh, we, we're only going to tax the rich. As Ignatius will continue to tell you, these tax things trickle down to everybody. Okay? See, what you don't understand, what rich people can do, rich people hire people like Ignatius and I. You can... You you could you could feel good. So, oh, they're paying fourteen percent federal. No, they're not. Most of my wealthy clients at that level pay twenty percent or less. So you could be mad at me, or you should call me to ask how I can help you do the same for you too. And <laughs> when you look up the data, and I don't have time to do this because you know we we we're doing our manifesto right now. Every time that the rich have been targeted this way, they have never paid more than 20% tax in this country, despite what the listed rates are. Why? Because they hire sophisticated accounts like my firm, Ignatius firm, or they hire people like Greg Walder, or they hire people like, like a guy I know in LA with level eight management to get you out of paying for it. Why? Because they'd rather pay us the money than pay the government. So, so you want to tax the rich go for but beware you're actually gonna end up making me wealthier <laughs> i'm just gonna be honest with you that's the truth you're gonna make i'm gonna be wealthier yep. out of this we're gonna be more in demand so should i want this to happen sure if i'm selfish but the truth is i don't want this all happening like this because no i, I don't want to be wealthy and then not and then but everybody around me being broke and people not be able to get jobs you know, government expanding their power ridiculously. Again, go read 1984 by George Orwell. That's, yeah. you know, yes, I do. Yes, I understand you have to work to make money, but you're discouraging this stuff. But yes, if these things do go through, we are going to be, nation's not going to be more demand. We'll probably, probably be guaranteed employment for another 10 years. Yeah. Without me having to do anything. I probably don't even have to market. I wouldn't have to market. People will call us. Oh, and one more thing. And I, I got to say this. Some people in the industry are not going to like it. So tax Twitter, if you're listening to me, listen carefully, because, yes, I'm talking about you right now. Most of you are not capable of helping clients with this kind of money. OK, so not every single accounting firm is going to benefit because most of y'all pretend to know what you're talking about. You don't. I read your post. It's embarrassing. OK, some of y'all are posers. Pretend to be bigger than you are. Like a certain black CPA in North Carolina. I can name other states. Okay. Some of y'all don't want this to happen because you're going to be exposed and your clients are going to find out about you too. 
if you think you're positioned to really help your clients, you're not, but you're going to end up doing me and my team and my partners, y'all going to make us all wealthy. And the, and the great thing is when it happens, I don't post that stuff on social media. You won't see it. I'm not going to post the things that I get or acquire. I move about very quietly. I talk a lot on podcasts. I may talk a lot in general, but I talk a lot about nothing. And the and people are going to end up getting wealthier from these things. If you think you're going to punish wealthy people, you're not going to. So those of you that say tax the rich, you're actually going to make us wealthier. So AOC, keep it up because I can't wait to someday buy something that hurts you a lot and crush you with it. I, but it's they're so hypocritical is the funny thing about it. Yeah. A lot of these politicians that are coming after this that are the far you know progressive uh, Democrats, etc., that are really for this kind of stuff. They've done all these things. You know, they've taken yes. advantage of the qualified business income. They've taken advantage yes. of S corporations. They've taken advantage of Joe S Biden has an S Joe, Joe Biden have an S corporation. Yeah. We saw and the tax return. Yeah. That's another thing they're coming after, by the way, uh, is the S corporation income will likely now be included in the net investment income tax. Did you know that? No, I did not know that, but that's ridiculous. That's BS completely. Like, come <laughs> on. So they're basically just discouraging you, like I said, like you said, from making more money and from being. Capitalist. And they're protecting their friends that already already have money. Yeah. Again, that's why. OK, you know, what? I'm going to say this. Look, parties on both sides now got some really screwed up ideas. What to do with taxation and money? OK, but one side. At least they're very upfront and honest about what they're doing because trickle-down economics doesn't work. If you want to know trickle-down economics really work, take your cut on the leg, put your ointment on the head and see if it makes it down to your head. It doesn't work, okay? Do it do it at home. Do it for yourself. Trickle-down does not work, okay? And I have voted for conservatives and liberals or Democrats. I don't know what they're called anymore, okay? So that doesn't work. But at least I know what they're doing. These guys pretend on the guise of all we're doing is to help close the gap and studies have shown over. There was a study in California, you know, when they had the economic crisis and they were raising taxes, it caused a shortfall because look what's happening right now in California with the high taxes. You think you're tax rich California? Elon Musk already left California. Larry Ellison, he's leaving California. Joe Rogan, he's left California. So look what's happened in California, even though they're the largest economy, but there's a major businesses pull out. They again, I'm just telling you, they make moves because they like their money. Whether you, whether I agree that they worship their money or not, you know, that's a morality thing. And, you know, look, the love of money is a root of evil. It's not the root of evil. It's a root of evil. And even though, by the way, in the, uh, for those of you that, you know, that are Christians like me, just understand that in the in the Bible, money is spoken about more than anything else. In the book, I recommend you all read. It's called Poverty, Riches, and Wealth by Chris Valentin. You understand why I'm saying some of these things. But again, wealthy people will use their resources to not have to pay all these taxes. And they will punish the government and they will punish you for wanting to do this to them. Speak. Yes. All right. So, we touch on five important things so far. All right. Uh, let me just make sure that I, I say this one thing, J just to be clear. So, 
while yes, it appears that a lot of this stuff only affects people making, uh, you know, directly affects, let me just clarify, people making above a certain threshold of income. Let me just tell you, you might be there one day. You yes. may not think that it matters right now, but you could easily be there one day, especially if you start a business and that business takes off. Do you want to be in this situation where you have to worry about this kind of stuff? No, you don't. And so if if we're talking about stuff that you care about today that you think is just a complete overreach for from our, our government and you want them to take a, a serious pause on this, highly, highly recommend you talk to whoever your congressman person is for your district where you live and also the two state senators for the state that you live in and express your frustration with the things that we're talking about here today. I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that before uh, I forget towards the tail end of the podcast and I'll probably mention it again, but yeah, this is your opportunity to express your voice because if they receive thousands of letters and emails from people against what we're talking about here, they likely will change their mind because yeah, they, 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 like they like to stay in office. They like to stay in office. Because, you know, part of being a public servant, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, it's not so much the salary that they're getting. But as as I heard Dr. Ed Young at Second Baptist Church in Houston say, when you're in politics, you you know, the, the thing is, it's access. It's the access that they enjoy through their political career that that you as a voter and taxpayer can take away from them. You can take away that access. Okay. You have the ability to do that. Whether your congressman is a Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, you voted them in there. You can vote them out. Ignore all the noise about voter fraud. You have the power to make them pay for this kind of mistake. You know, and, and instead of complaining about it on Twitter, Instagram, you know, the law allows you to create a political action committee. You can bundle your money together and tell them that, you know, we will raise money and you could do crowdfunding and have someone in place to get them out of office. There's so much ability you have to, to create the reality you want. Even though that we have very little control, you have the ability to create a reality for yourself, particularly with the technology and you don't have to have a lot of money and we can come together regardless if you're black or white, whether you're male or female or whatever you identify as, you have the ability to change, to make change, to get their attention because, you know, these Congress people try to be gender neutral as best I can. So forgive me. The part of the reason they do this is not is for their own good and all the speaking engagements they get at when they're done and the access to wealth and to power and prestige, you're the ones that gave it to them. You're the ones that can take it away from them. Don't don't forget that. Because if you do forget it someday, we will not get this opportunity to do that. And I, here's the larger reason why I think I have an issue with a lot of these changes that they're talking about implementing. One, the, the things that we're putting into here that we're spending with this bill such as increased child tax credits, uh, increasing the eligibility for earned income tax credit. I don't know. There's probably some other programs that are getting created. I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. 
but the, the the items that we're doing the infrastructure the little bit of infrastructure that's in here that we're actually doing i i just don't see it as being a efficient manner of spending money all the stimulus that we've given over the last 18 months roughly yeah between the stimulus payments the additional child tax credits the advanced child tax credits that we're doing right now mm-hmm. uh the unemployment compensation that ultimately ended up not being taxable all those oh, yeah. that we have done and provided, all this free money that we've given out, uh, PPP as well. You know, I'll just throw that in there as well. Uh, oh. All that, all that, all those funding programs have disincentivized certain people from actually working. Yeah, I, 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 I agree because uh, you know, nation. Some of my uh, some of the places like to go eat. Uh, even though I cook more at home now, but occasionally I like to step out. You know, some places I shop to get clothing, uh, service. Uh, they can't staff people. They can't. Those of you wonder why your Uber rates have gone up, well, uh, there's not as many Uber drivers because with so many unemployment benefits, drivers are literally making more than working as Uber driver, working as a bartender, working at a restaurant, working at a clothing store. And um, I know some people would disagree with me, but, you know, I know I, I know black folks that say that's BS. Well, you know what? I actually work with business owners of different ethnicities. And by the way, you know who's been hurt the most by this? Black business owners been hurt the most by this. I know this for a fact. Don't try to argue me about this, some of you. I can't. It's hard to talk about. But we have disincentivized people. Now, I'm not saying that people. there are people that actually do need help. I want those people getting Absolutely. help. Absolutely. Yes. But there's also a better way of raising taxes. Yep. You know, one, we're okay. So imagine this, Ignatius. We're a consumer-based economy. You could have had a simple VAT tax of 5 6% everything you buy in this country. And you'd be able to raise taxes real fast. I mean, look how many iPhones are going to be sold shortly. Add a small three to five percent tax for buying that kind of stuff, you'd be able to raise the same money without target, you know, because then you're actually tar- taxing everybody equally. Everybody buys a phone, everybody buys a computer, everybody buys food, just those three things hey, alone. Hey. Okay, particular electronics, clothing, everybody buys that. Rich, poor, whatever. Everybody buys it. Yep. You would tax everybody the same. And of course, for me, that would kind of suck because big and tall clothing as a six eight guy, that's as expensive as it is. But Europeans have the VAT tax. You could have added a VAT of you know five, you know three to five percent, and closed the shortfall. And you're not encouraging people to cheat the system or find creative ways. Because the other thing too, as I said earlier, again, people like me will study the tax code, and we, there, you know, even though the, all the current loopholes will be closed. There will always be new loopholes or there are people that are already devising loopholes. Now, nobody's talked to me about them yet, but I actually know who they are that's doing it. I just I'm scared of having that conversation. So I'm I'm not going to have it because I don't want to accidentally let something out. But there are people already having those conversations. And this stuff's going to get beat and then you're still going to have the deficit. So, Absolutely, because they don't know how to spend money. They don't know how to spend money. All what, you got to do is spend money more effectively and wisely, and we wouldn't be in the 
situation that we're in. I right. mean, this and is absolutely absurd. Yeah, why, you know, by the way, but, why won't we spend any money on fixing our roads? For such a wealthy country, we have cities in the United States that have bad, that don't even have quality T1 internet, like in East Texas. We have, we have communities with money where they have bad internet. Yeah. Here, here in Austin, we don't even have real highways. And yet they're taxing the heck out of you with property taxes and all that stuff. They still still have these problems. So, some, you know, so you, those guys talk to rich. You should start actually having accountability, spend money accountability where the money really is going before you decide to do things like this. But y'all don't want to pay for that stuff because you don't want to know the truth because the truth would hurt your feelings. Yeah, I think I heard something about McDonald's. Uh, I don't know if this is specific to a market or if it was just generally speaking, was offering to pay workers like $30 an hour and they still couldn't find people. Can you believe that? McDonald's, $30 an hour to work at a McDonald's. Yeah. And they, they were giving bonuses. You have companies that are offering six figure jobs for good work that's not that hard and people are not taking it. Yeah. Because, ooh, I got to work for the man, and the man's going to make all this money off me. Well, someone's going to make money off you, dude. I mean, listen, I run my own business. Yeah, I can maximize my value, but my clients are making a lot more off my labor. Somebody's going to make money off your labor. You have to accept that. Yep. You know? Uh, man. All right. Y'all Some of y'all been scammed so badly. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, those of you that listen to these people, are they willing to pay your bills when you're screwed, when their ideas go to bust and you got screwed? What? Well, meanwhile, they've been taking money or they're getting yeah. money for for talk, 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 talk. Exactly. Having a business is a high risk. You should have a high reward. I mean, Thank it's, just, you. it's just pure economics. Thank you. All right. Uh, do you want to the last part that I have that's pretty intense is all about retirement accounts. Before we get to that, do you want to touch on something that you're passionate about, which I know yeah, yeah. conservation so, easements, it's not on my list, but I know you yeah, want to touch okay, on it, so. so Let's do it. Mm, mm. Number, oh, so this is number six. Number six. Number six. Conservation easements. So what are conservation easements? I'm going to explain in layman's terms. I'm probably not giving the best explanation, so for those of you that syndicate these things, I apologize in advance if I do a terrible job, but we're just trying to educate the general public. Conservation ease is basically where land is set aside as a preserve. Okay. So you can invest in land and then you buy the rights to that land and you get a multiple for a tax deduction. So here's an example. Ignatius is syndicating a conservation, a preserve in Louisiana that, that is mining material to help build a levee, fortify levees in in the Gulf, like New Orleans, okay? So I donate $100,000. I get a five-to-one multiple. I get a $500,000 deduction on my Schedule A. And the maximum right now you can get as a deduction is 50% of your adjusted gross income. If you go over, you carry it forward to next year. Donald Trump was the biggest user of conservation easements. Uh, which I don't have a problem with. Now, by the way, 
Donald Trump using the conservation easement is not why he's in trouble. That's a misnomer. Y'all need to stop saying that. The problem that he got into was he may have falsified the value of that land. That gets you in federal trouble, ladies and gentlemen. So those of you that are enemies of his don't like him, whatever reason, I'm just telling you the truth. That's why he's got a problem. The, the million, you know, lots of millionaires use conservation easement, but he got in trouble because of the issue of evaluation of land and he got that multiple. Well, if he falsified the value, um, which also caused him to get loans, which could have jeopardized some banks, that's why he's in trouble. Okay. So I'm just gonna that's it's more complicated, but I'm just simplifying it. The bill wants to ban conservation easements all the way back to 2016. Meaning if you invested in conservation easement on your tax turn from tax year 2016 through last year, Congress is basically banning them and you may have to pay more taxes and your sponsor is not going to be able to reimburse you in that situation. This is ridiculous. Now, the IRA, another problem that I have that this bill is allowing and it's not explicit this bill is allowing the Internal Revenue Service to create the law, not enforce it, and interpret it in ways to hurt you. And the conservation easement, I know tax pros that don't like say, Eric, they're so shady. Well, they're listen, they're shady tax repairs, they're shady everything, any walk in life. I know shady basketball players. I know the pimps, I know the hustlers, you know, whatever. There's always going to be shady something, okay? But to take that away, then what's, you, you, you know, and here's the thing. If you take conservation easements away, what's the next thing? Oh, you won't be able to deduct money to your church anymore and get that as a tax deduction. They'll take that away next. Oh, you've been deducting money to that animal shelter that's a 501c3? They'll take that away from you. They already started by raising the standard deduction on individuals and married couples. If you let them take that away off your Schedule A, and also they already took away in Schedule A the form of 2106 for, for the W-2 employees that used to have to pay a lot of money out of pocket, lenders, marketers. You think, oh, it's not going to affect me, take a conservation easement. Well, that's the third thing they take off of Schedule A. What's going to make them stop you, even if you're a Muslim, a Mormon, you know, you support shelters that are homeless shelters, 51C3. Guess what? They're going to go after not profit even more. You're old, ladies and gentlemen, I can't tell you enough. Maybe I sound like an elitist and fine. Maybe I am. I accept that. Okay. But just know that when you allow for these things to happen, they end up taking other things. It becomes. You are greasing the skids for other things to be taken away when those tax deductions are there to help support, you know, conservation uses actually support real things like levies, uh, other materials, uh, some resources that you do use every day. I don't need to get into that right now. It's actually important. It's not, you know, don't listen to me. It's all conservation. He was just there for President Trump to take Dr. Tuxin on his golf, on his golf clubs and conservation. is for us used to develop communities for people to hang out and live in, by the way. You start again, you take these things away. Someday you're like, 
damn, I should have listened to those guys. Damn, I should have said something. Oh, wow, I actually have money, but now I have to give half of it to the government. And the government didn't do anything to help me. Because, listen, y'all, I know there have been books written, but the tax code doesn't discriminate, even though we, there have been books talk about the, the tax code unfairly targets black people. Listen, the tax code unfairly targets rich white folks too, okay? I they, can't stand when people say that. Now, there, there's now the issue of education is a different story amongst races. Yes. But the tax the code in itself does not discriminate against ethnicity. Nope. That, that, that you need to understand. And the IRS has also cracked down organizations that accept federal money to discriminate. For instance, y'all want to know why the Mormons allow black people in their church? The IRS told the Mormon church one day in the late 70s that if you continue to deny blacks going to the priesthood, you will lose your tax exemption. Bob Jones University, when they saw God in allowing interracial couples coming to school, you know why? Because the IRS said we will take away tax exemption. So before you say that the tax code is only helping certain people, it does not discriminate. It hurts all of us the same. Yes, the education is different. That's a different story, different day. But the tax code itself is not discriminatory. We all are going to get fact, screwed over by this. In fact, I would all honestly say that some of the biggest advantages of the tax code, such as the child tax credit, the earned income tax credit, that yep. are refundable credits, often are going to the minority community the most. Yeah, it's also the source. Of the biggest, yes, I said it. Problem. I don't care. I, yes, yeah, I, uh, he said it. I said it. Come at, come at me. Hey, hey, Naba, you you want to come at me? I read what you wrote. You said in that interview with the man at Iacode, NSBCPA. I read what you said too. Come at me too. I got all the smoke for you guys. I know that calling my organization, but come at me. I'm ready. I got all the data, all the smoke. I know what I'm talking about. Y'all make black people dumb. All right. Anything else you want to touch on on conservation easements? No, but just know that with once that door yeah. is open, other other items that can be considered charitable donations, they will start coming after too. Very hard. That's yeah. the big one that's easy, but you open the door for other things, and then people wondering how this all happened. Yep, absolutely. All right, this next section. I'm going to be harping on retirement stuff because they are making the, uh, quite a few changes with in relation to retirement accounts, which is uh, something that, as we know from previous episodes, I'm pretty passionate about because here's the reason why I'm passionate about retirement accounts, people. Uh, I'm a younger CPA. Yes. Um, He's younger than me. That Social Security will be there for me when I get to retirement age, even though I have to pay into the darn system a ton of money over my lifetime. Oh, I, I know my dad thanks for paying Social Security. He's retired right now. He reminds me. Yeah. I, know. I, I really don't think that it's going to be there, to be honest. No. If it is there, it's going to be very <laughs> minute. Don't. Okay. So no. it's upon me to basically fund my own retirement. And I do not plan to work until I'm 65, 70 years old. I want to retire by the time I'm like 55, 60. You don't want to be, so you don't want to be a Walmart greeter? So that you I can actually Walmart. enjoy my life. You'd be a great Walmart greeter. What are you talking about? <laughs> I want to enjoy my life, okay? So if I want to do some good investments in my retirement account that are going to help me to get to that point when the government can't figure out how to make wise decisions and they can't freaking fund a social security campaign to where we can actually have some type of retirement benefits, then screw you. Why am I going to give you more, more of my money? Why are you worried about what I have in my retirement account? 
Yeah. It's my it, retirement it, account. It's my funds. You, you, you know, speaking of Social Security, you know what they should allow you to do? That a portion of your Social Security taxes, you should be able to invest on your own. Yes. That privatize would be a, smart a portion idea. of it. Maybe not 100% of it, but privatize 25% of it. That would be a smart idea. Oh, well, yeah. It's Give never us some control happen. over how you're spending our money that we have to statutorily pay to your butts. And you can just and, waste. And they're still going to, and they're going to get a cut of it anyway. So that if that investment would go well, that's more tax dollars for them. Duh. Well, never All mind. Right. Government's not about common sense. Here we go. Here's, here's what they're trying to change. Uh-oh. And then I'm going to tell you exactly why I think this is a complete overreach. And they're basically just going after one person. Yeah. That, I, trying to make oh, it I, yeah, like I know who they're going after. That's people, wrong. But That's it's, wrong. it's complete b- malarkey. Okay. Yeah. Number one. Okay. Uh, and this is point seven, everybody. But I have a several points underneath point seven. So we'll, let's say A. Let's, let's do A. Let's do letters. The combination of the fair value of all your IRA accounts and 401k plans and other similar plans like 403Bs, et cetera, cannot exceed $10 million on a go-forward basis if your taxable income is over 450000 married, 425 head of household, and 400000 single. Whoa, whoa, the- whoa, whoa, wrong. And, and, and you said, now, now, and you said fair value. So, yes. So if, yeah, so if your IRA is invested in real estate or business, you're, you're screwed. Yeah, your fair value could be quite high. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, and, but why would you let someone that's under that threshold have an account over $10 million? I think this, in fact, is discriminatory in and of itself. Yes. You're not, you're going to tell me that I can't, just because I make more money, that I can't have an account greater than $10 million. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. That that's crazy. They're going after if, Peter Thiel. If you're gonna if you're gonna do this, you need to do this across the board. Okay. You can't have an everybody. Plus, yeah. Plus, now I believe, and you could correct me, but I believe that it would be an effect. And if you have over ten million, you have to withdraw that money and be taxed at at ordinary income, not not capital gains. If you're above 10 million, you have to withdraw the money and you're taxed at the ordinary income rate. That's one thing I need to clarify on the Roth accounts. I do not believe you pay tax on it because that was supposed to be tax free to begin with. But you do have to take a distribution to where you can't continue to grow it tax free additionally. Okay, but yes, you're correct. If you have pre-tax dollars in a 401k or an IRA and you need to take a distribution to get below the 10 million, then... Yes, you're paying taxes on that. They're going to force you to pay taxes now instead of being able to determine how you want to pay taxes in the future by taking distributions as you actually need them. So, wow, let's Off- say offshore, 15 million. Uh, hello, offshore banks. Yeah, Here we th- go. This, this is how crazy this is going to get. Let's say you have 15 million in your account. The rule is you have to take 50% of that $5 million over $10 million as a distribution effective i believe 2022 okay and you, you gotta to pay that 40 percent tax so if you have to pay yeah exactly and, and in fact if you're at 5 million that's 2.5 million you're gonna be paying 40 percent, pretty darn pretty much 40 percent and, and, and if you live in the states that take your tax by the time they're done rating you you've yeah. lost half of it yeah you've lost half of it 
So you just lost half your retirement account because of this crap. This is completely discriminatory. I don't yeah. like it. I think it's wrong. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Think about it because, and also, if you have those some of those IRAs invest in real estate where there's multiple people involved. Yeah. That ten million, ten million dollars is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but certain there's certain scenarios with ten million dollars, especially when there's multiple people involved and they're investing in real estate or business. That number gets there real easy. That's it's. It, that's hey, ridiculous. It, it is. It is. And the, by the way, people, okay, just because ten million, just because ten million dollars might be a lot of money now, it it may not be in twenty, thirty, forty years. I mean, a million dollars isn't really much money. Uh, uh, no, a million's not a lot a couple, anymore. I mean, you really need a good three to five million to be financially independent. It's actually to be financially to independent these days, and to actually expire. Well, no, I think it's more 10 to 15 because the cost of healthcare. True. Healthcare is super expensive. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, then, uh, so that I, I did A and B. C, if your account exceeds $20 million, okay. Uh oh. Or I should say your accounts in total exceed $20 million. Not your accountant, your accounts. You said account and accounts. Accounts. Accounts, yeah. plural. Yeah, yeah. Roth IRAs, 401ks. Uh, traditional IRAs, all those combined together, exceeds $20 million. You must first distribute 100% of those funds in Roth IRAs or Roth 401ks to get you down to the $20 million mark. This is directly towards Peter Till. If you have a $5 billion Roth IRA, guess what they want you to do first and foremost? You're taking the four million nine hundred whatever yeah. whatever you're taking all that out first and foremost and then you can decide what else you want to take out after that if whether if you have traditional dollars you, and stuff you know like that. again yeah we talked about peter Thiel's situation and you know i saw that nerd from ProPublica doing that video interview alleging peter Thiel uh, uh, abused the system so Again, context. So here's, as Paul Harvey said, here's the rest of the story. When Peter Till set up that IRA, that Roth IRA, excuse me, right? It's a Roth, okay? He had a business in it. That business was only worth $2,000, ladies and gentlemen, and he never contributed another dime. Now, I can't remember which business it is right now, but if you go back and do and read what happened, so his business started with nothing it was business interest he put it off he bet on himself and it grew to five billion that was a smart bet peter that's how it got to be there so when you hear these roth accounts iras that are that much that's because there's some sort of asset that's in there. These guys are not socking because there's no because look, there was no what I don't understand pro public. Let's tenacious. I'm I'm tired of these people talking tax and not tax experts. The tax law, first of all, at Peter's level, he was never able to put a dime of his own money when he started rolling in dough. Okay. And by the way, if you're married, it was 192, you're phased out. So he could never put in that money. So use some common sense. How do you think it got there? It's because that asset grew, whatever it is, not because he was storing yeah. billions of dollars and it wasn't because he was doing back, a bunch of backdoor Ross. Common sense. 
It was a business asset. You are being punished for betting on yourself. And as an entrepreneur, that ticks me off. I've bet on myself in nations for seven years now, by the grace of God. I have sacrificed my life savings and unfortunately some of my health. I have paid people a lot of money to help me get to where I'm at. And I'm finally about to have a breakthrough. And I'm ticked off because now, me as an accountant, I know how to beat that stuff legally and get out of it. So before you think, oh, he's going <laughs> to, I'm never paying 40% like that. Okay. I got too many smart advisors around me to avoid that. I know who I need to know to make it happen and it's legal and you can see my taxes someday if you want to see it when that happens i'll go ahead and show it to you then you'll be paying me to do it for you too but again there are other people like me that may not have know the right people or have an accountant that's small time that pretends well like i work with millionaires and i work with billionaires and they don't i, I i'll be you're not gonna beat it we whenever when we hit 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 the quote-unquote lottery we're gonna beat. We're gonna beat this stuff. It's, you know, I'm not gonna t- sell the strategies here. I can beat it. Absolutely. Know. But your your point is exactly point on, spot on, and that's point D. Is the backdoor Roth IRA is basically gonna be dead for anyone who makes over the four hundred fifty thousand dollar mark married. Uh, uh, this is ridiculous because they're paying and, the tax up front. They're actually paying the tax up front when you do a backdoor Roth. Which yes. I don't I don't like the backdoor route because I don't like paying tax that way. And there's better ways for you to do your money. Okay, but you're willing to pay the federal government, you're for the life of me. You have people that are signing up to pay an unnecessary tax to do a Roth. You're getting your money up front versus waiting till later. We're not sure what the hell's going on in this world. And you're gonna take that away because you think you're gonna raise more revenue. You're not. Yep. And you're encouraging more offshore investment. By the way, there are tax trees out there that our government has. I'm not going to say which ones. You can look that up on your own. These rich people will start taking part in those tax treaties and stick their money over there and not have to pay tax to the U.S. because there's things in our law. And the congressmen use them right now. And by the way, one of the tax treaties was signed by President Barack Obama, the alleged tax to spend president. Who, by the way, gets a lot of his money from Wall Street these days speaking. Right. Does, yeah. that, sound, does that sound like a real Democrat to you? And you so guys are being suckered. Go the backdoor Roth is just not that big of an issue to me. I mean, the most you can put in there is $6,000 or if you're over 50, 7000 Okay, each year. That's not a huge, huge issue as far as I'm concerned. Not sure why they feel like that's the, the worst thing in the world for that yeah, to be there. And, and they're not, not targeting Peter, Peter for Tittle that. Made uh, his fortune inside of his Roth IRA. He, I don't, as far as I know, I don't think he put another dime into it. No, he didn't. Uh, and he wasn't, and he wasn't able to. Once, so once that business took yeah. off, he couldn't. Remember, by law, he couldn't. Yeah. By law, he was not allowed to. He would have had to pay a, ta- a tax for that. So why, why why would his account allow him to do that? In fact, his account should, if he did do that, his account should be fired for that, and his so, financial advisor should be fired for that too because the financial advisor should have known that. And at his level, he's got he's got monsters. He's got straight killers. All right the the mega backdoor Roth 
is dead basically for any income level. So what they did is they said, all right, regardless of income, you can no longer do the mega backdoor Roth. Uh, just an FYI, that, that whole strategy is basically making some after-tax contributions to a solo 401k or 401k or job, and then converting that over to either a Roth 401k or a Roth IRA. Um, that's how you basically do the mega backdoor Roth. They're basically getting rid of that for any income level. Uh, so you can't do that anymore. Okay, point E. If you like to invest your IRA assets in alternative investments that require you to be an accredited investor, you will no longer be able to do this regardless of income level. Okay? Oh, no, no. Uh, so uh, come on. Anything that has like a you want, are they, placement. Are they, are they, you want to murder the real estate market and and then you created these opportunity zones. And now you're taking that away from people to invest in opportunity zones when they still they can't even fill those things. And they're back. So they're begging for people to invest in opportunity zones to revitalize economies but then the one thing that makes it easy for you to do it you can't do where a government you know if you allow people to actually have more opportunities invest these things you'll be able to raise more tax dollars through sick oh my never mind. ridiculous i i, I think the larger issue is actually funding of startups and innovation so the a lot of retirement funds are utilized because there's people. Yep. There's nine trillion dollars sitting inside of uh, IRAs, uh, all combined together. Okay. Uh, yeah, I remember I believe, we went over that. I believe there's about that. another. I want to say there's about another twenty-one to twenty-three trillion something around that sitting inside of uh, other retirement accounts like four hundred one ks, four hundred three right. etc. So we're talking about a total of about thirty-three trillion dollars sitting inside of retirement funds. Yeah, they're not all just invested in the stock market. They invest in alternative assets such as real estate and such as private companies that are starting yep, I, out. I used to be, I used and, to consult, I used to consult yeah. with a company. <laughs> um, and when they did the capital raise, the first million, most of the funds came from retirement accounts. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's, it's a common. lot of money sitting there. Why yeah. not? So basically what they're saying is because a lot of those types of arrangements are only for accredited investors. So they're basically saying that's dead to you as companies. So if you own a startup, here's a way that this is impacting you. Even if you don't make 400, your access to capital year, got decreased. Your access to capital just went away. Yeah. Bye-bye. Sorry. So, yeah. Yeah. Did, did, uh, so, Hey, Hey, start, Hey, startup people. Did you really want to tax the rich? Did you did you really want that? This is what we're trying to tell you. Did you want to tax the rich? Are you sure? Can you feel me? Huh? All right. Huh? Point F. For those that self-directed retirement accounts, and this I I do this. I know a lot of people that do this. Okay. This is something that I'm very passionate about. You guys hear me talk about it. Uh -huh. You would no longer be able to use an IRA LLC to make your investments. Okay. You also would not be able to invest in any entity that you own, that you or your lineal descendants or close family members own more than 10% of. This is, again, directly pointed towards Peter Till because that's what he did for his private investment. Uh, if he, if this role was in place, he would not have been able to do that initial investment inside of PayPal. Okay. So you also would not be able to invest in any entity in which you are an officer or a director as the IRA owner. Okay. If you what? have any investments currently that this violates, you would have is through December 31st of 2022. By December 31st of 2022, you so would have end to of next calendar year. Of, 
and dispose of any interests in these violations that are inside your retirement account because of the new law. So, so we're not even encouraging. Oh my gosh. So you talked about uh, real estate people who are partnering together with their retirement accounts. That would not be able to be allowed anymore. You can't do that anymore, right? Because you can't, you can't invest in have startups. Because I know someone that's a startup, a former client. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you took that away, his business would be done. And in fact, that well, yeah, he stole their money. But another story another day. <laughs> I won't say what industry it is. Otherwise, y'all might know who it is. But he wouldn't be in business if this rule was taken away. He would not be able to raise capital at all. He would have been dead in the water. It's in no way in the water. You're dead in the water. Start up. You're dead in the water. Jehovah got me over because we're dead in the water. Now that I've told you some of the key things that they're trying to affect and change related to retirement accounts, let me get to why I think this is completely bollocks. Okay. All right. I got five points that I'm going go. To, to go through. Go. As of 2018, there was 9.1 trillion inside of IRAs. Of that, 8.2 trillion or 90% was held by those making less than 500,000 per year of adjusted gross income. Say, say that louder. Say it louder, preacher. Say it one more time. Nine. Say it loud. 90% of all IRA balances were held by those making less than 500000 per year. Now, keep in mind, uh, that's adjusted gross income. The changes for the, the, the thresholds for the higher income taxes and everything is $450,000 of taxable income. So basically, the people who are going to be impacted, there's only 10% of all the IRA funds that are out there that would potentially be impacted by this new law okay that's just crazy I mean, there, it, it's not an issue it's a non-issue if you look at these numbers roth conversions another thing that you're coming after that's basically the backdoor roth strategy is a roth nope. conversion in 2018 13.7 billion of roth conversions were completed of which 10.6 billion or 77 percent were from those with agi less than 500,000. again the overwhelming majority of all roth conversions are done by people who make less than 500,000 per year. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I gotta stop you. So again, but I thought this was to tax the rich. I saw AOC wear a white dress, said tax the rich, but who are we really taxing? Are we taxing the rich? Are we? We're taxing people, everyday ordinary people who do- Oh, 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 oh. So, so, instead of saying tax the rich, they say, we're taxing you, because you know if so, they actually, you know if AOC actually wrote that, if she if she actually wrote what's really going on, we're screw, I'm screwing you you over, and I'm not gonna let you build the future way that you should be able to. No one would support her, but it's under the guise of taxing the rich. All right, now keep in mind. I want you guys to just keep in mind here. I'm trying to push through this, guys, because I know this podcast has been really long, and I'm trying to get through the end here. Please keep in mind that when you do the Roth conversions, okay, except for when you do the backdoor Roth strategy, as long as you do it correctly, any Roth conversions that are done are taxed because you're taking pre-tax dollars and you convert them to Roth dollars. So again, they're getting tax dollars from the conversion. And they don't want you to do that anymore. Deal. 
especially considering that the majority of them are done by those that make less than 500,000 per year. Okay. I thought this was Sachs the Rich. Next, next point. The total amount of Roth IRA dollars is only 846 billion of the 9.1 trillion. Okay? That's not that's, even 10%. That's all that's sitting in. Again, yes, only 9.3%. Where's the problem? I, I don't understand this, okay? All the other accounts are inside of pre-tax accounts that will ultimately be taxed at some point in the future. Okay? Yeah. We just told you. The, yeah. The rich it, don't it, really it, it own. Let, let me stop you real quick. And for those of you who say, oh, they're not being taxed in those uh, pre-tax accounts. Yeah, they are. Because you know what? When you take the required minimum distribution, you withdraw any money from there. Every brokerage has to report that on a 1099R. It gets sent to the IRS as is. There's no if ands or buts Th those pre-tax accounts people are getting taxed so i don't want to hear that they're not being taxed right they do trust me we do a lot of tax turns yes they do and, and they, they get taxed get, a lot they do and they even get taxed when the person dies because when it passes to whoever takes it over uh -huh. they pay taxes on it so yep. it's crap they're paying taxes the majority of the funds that are in iras are getting taxed okay mm -hmm. next what, point what's the problem yeah yeah, there's no problem. Yeah, exactly. For those with an AGI above 500,000, there is a total of 914 billion in IRA accounts. That is divided up amongst 2.2 million taxpayers. This I want you to really think about. That's an average account size of a whopping $413,000. 413,141 to be precise. That's all. Anyone who makes over $500,000, the average account size is $413,141. But Ignatius, why like the that, hell are we talking about rich. this? Why is there a bill that is talking about this crap? It's non-issue. But Ignatius, we have to tax the rich. Which is called for, we just want to tax everybody, but we're pretending to target the rich because yes. most people are not educated enough to go do the research. I said, you've been bamboozled. By your Congress people. It's exactly Democrats, right. Republicans have bamboozled you. We're we're essentially this is an overreaction to a couple of news articles, which by the way, they should have never been posted because uh there was confidentiality they, violated. Yeah. Yeah. That that information should have never been released. But anyway, I know I want ProPublica's tax returns. I want theirs. I if somebody can get it to me, I will glad go line by line and show the hypocrisy. Please get it to me. I would love, I would love to take just destroy them because I'm a monster. I agree. I agree. I wonder so, if anybody can get me one of these hypocritical reporters, tax returns from Republica, and get it to me. I will go over on this podcast. We will do a video and we will protect the source. But turnabout's fair play. Because these people that are telling these things are hypocrites. Because they call us asses. Can you lower our taxes? You've not said this publicly. Can you lower our taxes? You've been sold a bunch of beep. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the, the, this whole thing, the, the retirement accounts just kind of summarize this and sum this up. We are, if this passes with everything that they have in here, it is disincentivizing people from putting money into retirement accounts to begin with, because I can tell you, I have a lot of my clients 
who would not have retirement accounts if they had to invest in the stock market. They wouldn't have it because they don't trust the stock market. Yeah, but they do big. trust real estate. They yes. do trust um, businesses, business, private businesses that they know, like people they actually know. Um, they trust, uh, you know, friends that they might have that are doing something. Then maybe they loan some money to uh, a non-prohibited person. Um, there, there's all kinds of things that they can do inside their retirement accounts that some of this is going to ultimately hurt. And it will actually stymie uh, growth in our economy. It's going to hurt the economy. I, I don't, there's no way around it. Mark my words. If this goes through, we're going to be talking about this five, 10 years down the line on how much it hurt the economy. Yeah. The America that you know and you love, may it rest in peace if this happens. Okay. Innovation, now. creativity, ingenuity, courage. Rest in peace. I may have to start making the tombstone of these things, man. The last, the last thing I just wanted to touch on real quick before we try to end this show, because we're at, I think, almost an hour and a half here. Yeah. All right. 1031 exchanges, those were not in the bill. So thankfully, one thing that they wanted to, to oh. get do away with, they actually left that out of the, the draft bill. So, well, nations, you, you, know, you know why they got left out? Because all those Congress people own real yes. estate, of course. Of course. <laughs> course again public that kind of thing step up in basis when you die you pass uh-huh. on real estate uh, other high appreciating assets that was also not included again because of what eric said a lot they of people real, estate. real estate they don't want their kids paying taxes yeah exactly uh, how, how yeah. convenient yeah so they have, ac- those- they have access to all the land developments before we ever know about them jackasses yeah. those two potentially very detrimental things were not in there thankfully so that's that's there's a couple of positives but as you can see from everything that we had here a lot of negatives um and frankly the things that they're paying for with with these increased taxes i don't think are positives either um and i'll go tooth and nail with people fighting over whether that's the case or not i don't care i think we waste a lot of money i think we give people too much money and we disincentivize and actually go out and have a job and, and do work and that p- pisses me off to no end. Yep, I yep, hate yep, yep, socialist yep, yep. society. I yep. prefer capitalism. That's why I live in America. That's why I, I never mind. It is what it is. Yeah. All right. I'm done. Are you done? I am not a socialist. Yeah. If, if you stay tuned for this whole thing, thank you for staying tuned. Yeah. Thank um, you. I know it was long, but it was very important. Please, please reach out to your congressman or senator or whoever. Uh, get them, write them a letter, give them a call, make your voice heard because this is complete crap. And I'm sick and tired of these guys screwing us over. And Eric, take us out in the show. I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here to gather together. to remember a time when we could use our investment accounts to invest in real estate and small business. We're here to remember a time when you started a small business C-Corp and you accumulate a lot of money doing things the right way and you can pay yourself a dividend to take care of your of your debts and take care of, the, of your family and friends that helped you along all this way we remember a time when there was common sense and discourse about taxation and we remember a time when americans could invest and choose to fail or succeed but that day has come to an end or maybe coming to an end. If this does come to an end, 
For those of you that made it big, God bless you. For those of you in the struggle and maybe losing access to capital, may God provide for you. May God see your struggle and provide you wisdom to rise above this. I do pray that somehow our eyes will be open, our, our hearts would soften because unfortunately what we see is when you target one group of people, you're actually targeting everybody. Even though we can't agree on a lot of things as, as a society, just know that we're all going to be affected. And five years from now, we're going to look back, 10 years from now, we're going to look back if the, all these things are done, which we don't know if they are. But things are not going to be pretty around here. And if you do make money, you're going to wish, you, some of you are going to wish that you didn't make money because you're going to be resented. We're getting to the point that, that success is resented. And a lot of these wealthy people do do good things for their community for their families providing jobs resources most of the time they don't want their name associated with it because they don't want to draw attention they want to be the focus to be on the people they're helping not on them but because of a few and i'm not even sure if guys like peter too bad apple this american dream that we've wanted that we talk about, we pursue. It's not gonna. It's, it's not gonna be the same anymore. And for that, I just pray that somehow there be a miracle, and it's foolish just to turn around. But if not, then remember the good times, and uh, just remember, we told, we warned you, and we told you so. You, you can still do something about this, but otherwise, the, the society that we know, and you may hate capitalism, but without capitalism, all y'all wouldn't have what you have. You wouldn't have those iPhones. You wouldn't have the MacBooks and the fancy computers and the, and the cars that you enjoy. You've lost control. Now that, good night. Thanks for listening to CP Huddle. Add us to your listening rotation by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Follow CPA Huddle across all social media platforms. And for more information about the services provided by our firms, check us out at www.iljcpa.com or www.pierreaccounting.com. We will be back to huddle up soon.